Welcome to the Mass Bar B Podcast, the official podcast of the Massachusetts Bar Association. Available free to members of the bar as well as the public, featuring lively discussions about important legal developments, interesting stories about MBA members, and helpful practical information about the law that matter to all of us. I'm your host, Jordan Rich. Today, a conversation with attorney Melissa Juarez about resources in the Massachusetts legal system, including the MBA's lawyer referral program for non-English speakers. Ms. Juarez is an attorney with the Department of Correction, executive management board member with the Mass Bar Association, and an executive board member of the Massachusetts Association of Hispanic Attorneys. She's also a guest on the Spanish language version of the Mass Bar Beat podcast on this topic. Well, first of all, let me welcome you to the Mass Bar Beat. Thank you for coming today, Melissa. Well, hello, Jordan. It's certainly nice to be here. Why, before we start, is this such an important issue right now? Well, Hispanics will be the dominant ethnic group in the United States. And based on the numbers, you will see more Hispanic immigrants in our court system. So it's an important issue. Let's start with one of the great resources that the Massachusetts Bar Association offers for non-English speakers. And this is a first step where you're looking for a lawyer for any kind of legal issue. What would that be? So the Mass Bar offers a lawyer referral service, and um, it was founded in 1974, and it has helped over half a million people um, uh, where they are looking for a lawyer for any type of legal issue um, in terms of family law, a contract dispute, housing, or business. Um, it allows folks to connect with an attorney, and these are all members of the Massachusetts Bar. And they've been vetted to be in good standing with the Board of Bar Overseers. Um, so you can um, go and uh, go to the Mass Bar website or call them, and um, they'll be able to connect you with an attorney. Let's talk about the language aspect. We're going to be doing the same podcast in Spanish for those Spanish-speaking listeners, but it does, uh, the LRS, offer a variety of language options, doesn't it? It does. The language line is available for um, most languages that a caller would be speaking. Um, currently, there are about 240 languages that are represented. Uh, the three most common, however, are Spanish, Mandarin, and Creole. Um, and also, the Mass Bar uh, Referral Service has attorneys on the list uh, who speak other languages. So you can, for example, request um, a Spanish-speaking attorney. That's very important. It's not just the referral service itself, but it's who you're referred to. Exactly. <laughs> have, they have many options. And uh, can I just stop for a second? 240 languages? Yes, that's correct. That is impressive. Yes. Um, so it really serves a very large population, um, and it provides um, some great, great uh, services. You're very passionate about this, and you'll be doing the same podcast in Spanish, and we thank you for that. This has been an issue for a long time, building, and we know the importance of of immigrants to our nation and to our state, but it's really reaching a breaking point, isn't it? Yes. Um, Massachusetts is ranked uh, one of the top 10 states with the largest population of limited English-speaking individuals. Uh, the number of individuals with limited English proficiency has grown and continues to grow. So the need for language services in this state is crucial. All right. Well, we're thrilled that you're here to sort of fill us in with information. And let's go to our next subject, which is what happens in court. So many people have business in court. And I know a lot of listeners might be fearing what's going to happen if I get there and I don't understand. And I 
don't find anyone who speaks my language. So what resources are available, Melissa? Well, Massachusetts has a statute. It's uh, General Law Chapter 221C, which essentially states that everyone is entitled to an interpreter in court proceedings. So uh, within Chapter 221C, Section 7, creates the Office of Court Interpreter Services within the state trial court. Uh, so the trial court has identified uh, that there are language needs for different individuals that use its services. So the Office of Court Interpreter Services maintains list of interpreters, some on staff at the office, but most are per diem interpreters who work in the courts, mm-hmm. and the majority are certified by the office. Now, this doesn't include deaf or hard of hearing. That's a separate state agency. But linguistically, this is what the population serves. Are there enough and can we use more? There's always a need (laughs) for more interpreters. As you can imagine, there are hundreds of court proceedings conducted on a daily basis in the state trial court system. This is superior court, district court, land, housing, juvenile, probate and family. The Boston Municipal Court has eight divisions. So as you can see, um, there is a desperate need always for more interpreters. And I should add that sometimes there's only one interpreter available in each court for a day. So if there's uh, matters that are handled in the first session or in other sessions, you may have to wait a while right. until you get there. So it's important to remind people to be somewhat patient, but the problem is being addressed. The other issue in court, of course, is the paperwork. I yes. mean, there is tons of it. And we all know about forms we need to fill out at some point or another. What options are there for people who speak other languages in terms of translated forms are there? There certainly are a variety of forms that have already been translated into several languages by the Office of Court Interpreter Services. So you can go into the clerk's office, which is usually the first point of entry when someone is going to court, um, and ask for any forms and ask for an interpreter directly. That's the best place to start. Okay. We're talking here with Melissa Juarez, who's very much involved in the drive to bring uh, translation and multi-language services to people in Massachusetts, all people, and the Mass Bar is doing its part to help. Let's take a look at an article you wrote that will be coming out in an upcoming section review for the Mass Bar Association addressing drug court, which is certainly an active court in Massachusetts. And you wrote an article called The New Generation of Drug Court, The Case for a Bilingual Spanish Session. Tell us why you think this is so important. Well, Massachusetts currently has 26 drug courts, three juvenile drug courts, and one family drug court. Um, Interestingly, four of the adult drug courts are located in cities that have the highest population of Latino immigrants, and that would be Lawrence, Chelsea, Springfield, and Lynn. And so the uh, people who go to these courts have limited English, um, and so they use interpreters. Uh, But this article... um, uh, tells us that uh, they studied a largely um, majority Hispanic population uh, uh, community in Texas, and they found that uh, the success of participants in drug court in a largely um, Hispanic-speaking uh, community, the success is greater when they have the ability to speak directly with a judge in Spanish uh, in their own language. Um, so I think that is quite telling um, 
especially because the purposes of drug courts are usually to, you know, reduce recidivism and also to um, uh, get good outcomes from mm-hmm. people. Um, so um, this is a, a, a fascinating research study. Well, it stands to reason that the, you cut through red tape in any bureaucracy. You're going to get a lot more done, a lot more efficiently. But when it comes to the wheels of justice, they're going to flow better. You just mentioned judges, and this is one area that I wanted to talk to you about. Is this another need? Do we need to educate judges or bring on more judges that are capable of multilanguage? I certainly would advocate to bring more uh, diverse and multilingual judges to the bench. Um, There are currently, I believe, um, eight or nine Latino judges in the Commonwealth out of uh, two or 300 judges. Okay. And again, looking at the numbers in drug court, particularly, it's a high population that we're trying to address. Are there any other areas that people should be aware of that uh, either the mass bar or courts are looking at to further facilitate this whole process? Anything that we're not covering? Um, Well, the trial court is also moving to um, provide all sorts of electronic uh, docketing and electronic forms. So um, with that in mind, I believe that um, maybe an option to um, use Google Translate to to Mm. translate the forms or any of the uh, docketing would be helpful. Yeah, using online resources that are so amazing uh, makes a lot of sense. I did tease this fact. I want to come back to it. The lawyer referral service, which we started to talk about. Let me give some numbers. But before I do, uh, people should know that there's a 24-7 access to this, correct? Yes. Um, So you can call or um, 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 go to the website at any time. The website is masslawhelp.com. That's M-A-S-S-L-A-W-H-E-L-P.com. And uh, again, the toll-free number, which is available there at the site, but I'll give it again, 866-MASS-LRS, which is 866-627-7577. So, Melissa, how much of your work just day-to-day as an attorney is incumbent upon you being bilingual? I would think it would be a great boon to the clients you have. It's certainly an asset to me. I use my bilingual ability almost on a daily basis. Um, And most of the cases that I have uh, that do involve Latino um, uh, individuals, um, it goes by more smoothly having the capability to understand and speak to them in another in their native language. In their native language. And uh, so many people, uh, it's interesting, are learning Spanish or have picked up Spanish in public school. It's not unusual to bump into somebody on the street who is pretty adept at understanding Spanish, but it's really important for our, our listeners to know that there are services available. So thank you very much for your time today and filling us in. And also thank you for doing this in uh, in Spanish. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Our thanks again to attorney Melissa Juarez discussing various resources for non-English speakers in Massachusetts. You've been listening to the Mass Bar Beat podcast, available free at massbar.org and downloadable on most popular podcast platforms, including Apple, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and more. If you're a consumer in need of legal assistance, you can contact the Mass Bar Association's Lawyer Referral Service. Just call 866-MASS-LRS. That's 866-627-7577. Or visit masslawhelp.com. Let us connect you to a lawyer today. Mass Bar Beat, produced by the Mass Bar Association. We invite you to subscribe so you'll never miss a beat. I am Jordan Rich. Thank you for listening.